Hey, 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 Stay connected. GV Hot 97. Welcome to the power-packed gospel preaching of Minister R.L. Taylor of Arlington, Texas, where the Word of God comes to life. Now, join us and be blessed. His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endures through all generations. Our God. They say, our God, he don't belong to everybody, but our God is an awesome God. Thank God for this opportunity. Thank God for calling me to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I thank God for the opportunity given to me by Pastor Thompson. I'm just blessed to even be in the land of the living. I've had to see a lot of people that I love and know go this year, but I'm still here. And I see a lot of our Christian friends still here with the testimony that God is sovereign. It's not so much because I'm so good, it's because he's so great that he allows us to still be in the land of the living. I thank God for this, this, this uh, opportunity to speak to people even I don't even know that are listening. I ask you to be in prayer for us as we continue to do the will of God and the work of God and somebody that don't know who Jesus is, this is your opportunity to give your life to Jesus Christ. I would like to invite your attention to the book of Acts, the fourth chapter and the 10th verse. Acts, the fourth chapter and the 10th verse and the Bible reads be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth whom you crucified whom God raised from the dead even by him that this man stand here before you hold this is the stone which was set at naught of you builders which had become the head of the corner Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. My title this morning is The Name You Got to Know. The Name You've Got to Know. If y'all noticed, I didn't say the name that you want to know because that'll give you too many choices and you don't really need, you don't have time for choices right now. You need, to, you, and then I could say the name you need to know but, but you would wait until you need him to call his name. But today is the day of salvation. This is the day that the Lord has made and your opportunity if you don't have him is the name that you got to know today. Our, our story stems in the third chapter, it stems in the third chapter where G Peter and John is going up to the temple, the hour of prayer. But there's a lame man there that's been 
them lame to since his mother's womb and, and he's begging. He's begging. He's begging. A lot of us are begging in this hour because we don't know where we're going to get what we're going to get. And we need a lot of things just because we're not in the bread line or the food line. It's some sealed stuff that we are begging for. We're begging for health. We're begging for peace. We're begging for joy. We're begging for hope. In this hour, sometimes we look down on people that, that are in need, but a lot of us are in need. He's there begging and all asking alms of everybody. But Peter and John are coming up to the temple. It's something about the man of God coming to the temple. It's something about hearing a word from God. It's something about the name of Jesus. The songwriter said it's the sweetest name I know. And Peter and John said, look upon us. Uh, just look, get a good look at us because uh, we don't, we're not coming with all the bells and the whistles. Look at us. We probably are a few steps away from where you are right now. Look at us. We don't have the money that you think we have. We don't, we don't have that. But what we do have, what we do have, what we do have. I don't have a whole lot, but, but what I do have, I, I know who Jesus is. And I would like to share that with the world. Jesus Christ is Lord of all to the glory of the Father. I just like to talk about the name of Jesus. He said, what we have, we give to you in the name of Jesus. In that name, there's power in that name. In the name of Jesus. Now this is the same Peter that denied him, but, but, but in the second chapter of Acts, the Holy Ghost and hit the room and hit the place and, and now you can't deny him because it's just something deep inside of you that keep pouring out the, the Holy Spirit. He's he living on the inside and, and every time I get a chance, I'm going to tell somebody that Jesus is Lord. In the name of Jesus, I need you to rise up and walk. And the Bible says, the book says that the, that the lame man got up and he just didn't get up. He began walking and leaping into the temple. He had never probably been in there like this, but now I got my, what God gave me. I'm going to walk. I'm going to leap. I'm going to shout. I'm going to praise his holy name. And he, they, you know, if somebody helps somebody to come and help get their health back, you would think that everybody would be happy, but I want to serve notice to you. Uh, a lot of people were okay with the fact that, that you got saved, but they ain't okay when you start working and moving for the Lord. Some, some people have a jealousy that comes in and seeped into the church, and when you start working for the Lord, they get jealous. They don't like, they, they, they just wanted you to come in and join the church, but they don't like the idea that God is using you like he is. Now, 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 now somebody is mad at somebody else for being blessed. So what God showed me in this, he says, he says, everybody ain't gonna like what I do for you. 
He said, but I do it because I want to. I can bless you when I get ready. I can heal who I want to heal. I can deliver who I want to deliver. And I'm so glad that, that people didn't make up God's mind on what he did for me. He saved me from the guttermost to the utmost. I'm glad that, that he didn't listen to people when he saved me. So in the first, fourth chapter, they got in a little trouble, but I noticed that every time that Peter gets an opportunity now, he explains and presents and he makes a declaration of the gospel. I believe that every child of God, don't just leave it to us preachers, but every child of God, every chance you get, you ought to tell somebody about the gospel of Jesus Christ. I want to talk about the salutation. He presents Jesus Christ, the salutation of the gospel. He says, be it known unto you, you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even him doth this man stand whole. And, I, and listen, you took Jesus and you laid him on the cross and, and you killed him that day. You killed him. You, you killed him. You, 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 with your wicked hands, you murdered the Lord of glory. I like, I, I like when it gets here, when people start preaching the gospel, I got kind of excited. And, and I just wanted to really be there with Peter. Because it's just something about hearing the gospel that saved you. I, I, I don't know how you feel about the gospel, but, but just to hear that God sent his son to die for the world and he died for our sins. Peter believes, it seems as though Peter is overexcited about the gospel because every chance he gets, he makes a salutation of Jesus. He presents Jesus to the world. He said, you killed him, but God raised him back to life. You killed the Lord of glory with wicked hands. Pilate wanted to let him go, but you still killed him. God raised him to dead. I think that's ought to be our testimony. You don't talk to nobody 20 minutes or an hour and not tell them who Jesus is. You don't go into a whole lot of different conversations and situations. Sometimes God fix a situation like Peter and John's so that you can tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord. So they, he takes his opportunities. Every chance he gets, I'm going to tell you about Jesus. I'm going to bring Jesus and present Jesus and evangelize Jesus to the world. That's our testimony. That's our job. He's given us power to become the sons and daughters of God so that we can tell him who Jesus is. We are supposed to be witnesses to the world. I give my salutation every chance I get that Jesus Christ, he lived a sinless life. Yeah, 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 he lived a sinless life. Healed the sick, raised the dead and gave sight to the blind, made the lame folks walk, he made the dumb people talk. But, but when it got to the end, he wasn't finished yet. And one Friday, one Friday, 
One Friday, they took Jesus and hung him up on the Calvary's cross. They nailed his hand and nailed his feet, put a crown of thorns on his head, and, and he died that day in my place. It's personal. I don't know how you feel about it. He died in my place. And they buried him. They buried him. I know you're supposed to do this at the end, but I like to do it at the beginning too. They buried him. They buried him. They buried Jesus, the great Lord, my hope, my peace, my joy. They buried him. But all that Sunday morning, Jesus got up with all power. I got I'm a little excited today. He got up with all power of heaven and earth in his hand. That's my salutation of the gospel. I tell it wherever I go. Jesus is Lord. I'll tell you at the store. I'll tell you on the street. I'll tell you wherever. I'll do my salutation everywhere because I know in whom I have believed. But he says he moves from the salutation to the specification of the gospel. He says, y'all never put Jesus in his rightful place. <laughs> y'all despised him and y'all rejected him. Y'all put him where y'all wanted to put him. And sometimes that's what gets us as Christians in trouble. You just take or leave Jesus. You put him wherever you want to put him. If you put him in fourth place or fifth place or sixth place, you're all right. But, but, but he's supposed to be first place. That's the specification of the gospel. Don't put Jesus on the back burner. Put him on the front burner because he's worthy to be praised. Where have you put Jesus this morning? Have you put him in his rightful place? Have you made him Lord and Savior of your life? Is he your all and all this morning? Will you die for Jesus Christ? Will you allow yourself to be persecuted for the name of Jesus Christ? Will you go through the storm and rain, rain hanging on the name of Jesus? If everybody else turned their back on you this morning, will you still stand for Jesus? Have you put Jesus in his rightful place? If you're building a building, you got to put everything in its rightful place. And they said, they said, Jesus, Peter says, this is the stone that was set at naught by the builders. This is the stone that the builders rejected. They tried to leave him out of the situation. But I found out I don't care where you are, Jesus is gonna pop up everywhere. You try to put him down, he'll pop up somewhere. You try to down talk him, he'll pop up anywhere. Because he's a stone that the builders rejected when they were building the temple in Jerusalem. They, 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 they got that stone and they put it to the side because they said we don't need that stone.
But as they got close to the finishing of the temple, somebody said that there's a stone left out. And, and why did y'all put that stone? Because it looked like that's the only stone that's going to finish the building. And somebody was looking for the stone because it had been rejected. But they found the stone and they found out that the stone would fit right on the corner. He's the chief cornerstone. He's in charge. Even if you don't think he is, he's in charge. I don't care what goes on in the world. I don't mind knowing names. But I know that those names don't carry a whole lot of weight. Even if you know me, you don't know too many people. It ain't too much to me. But when I call on the name of Jesus, it soothes my doubts and calms all my fears. When I call on the name of Jesus and put him in his rightful place, everything in my life Situations change. The atmosphere even shifts when I call on the name of Jesus. Specifications of the gospel is we need to put Jesus in his rightful place. I don't care what everybody else is doing. I don't care if everybody else is playing off on their spouse. I don't care if everybody else is drinking. I don't care if everybody's smoking weed. I don't care if everybody's fornicating. Where is Jesus? supposed to be in your life and if you don't know him today today you can be saved by the grace of God you don't have to clean up to come to Jesus Jesus already died for your sins past present and future he know what you're going to do before you do it but just give your life to Jesus so we deal with the, the specifications. We're done with the salvation, salutations of the gospel. You need to tell somebody every chance you get who Jesus is. We did the specifications of the gospel. Don't put God anywhere you want him to put him. Put him in his rightful place. He's a stone that the builders rejected, but he's now the chief cornerstone. But then he goes on. He says, neither, this is where I get happy, neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. I want to talk about the salvation of the gospel. The gospel has never saved everybody anywhere, but it's always saved somebody everywhere. The power of the gospel of Jesus Christ will slip into the nightclub. The power of the gospel of Jesus Christ will, will, will be with you in the drug house. He'll go wherever he needs to go to get you saved. He will move everybody else out of your life to get to you. 
He'll move situations. He'll allow things to happen to, that, that, that you would get to get your attention. And what I, one thing I love about God, the voice of God is so quiet, can't nobody hear it but you. But it's so loud that you cannot deny the call of Jesus Christ. Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. You can't get that by Muhammad. You can't get that by Buddha. You can't get that by Joseph Smith. Jesus said, I'm the only way. There's no salvation given in no other name. Your preacher can't get you there. Your deacon can't get you there. Your deaconess can't get you there. A good friend at the church can't get you saved. You got to give your life to Jesus Christ. It's personal. Salvation of the gospel. I know, I know I was a sinner. Now most people that are sinners don't know that they're sinners. But I know I was a sinner. I was on my way to hell. But Jesus Christ died on the cross. And that blood dripped off the cross, ran down the streets of Jerusalem, dipped over into the Mediterranean Sea, came over into North America, came over down, run down in North America down to Texas, came down all the way over to Fort Worth, Texas, went down Hattie Street, went down Barry Street, hear me up on Mansfield Highway, the same blood, it will never, never lose its power. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. It reaches to the highest mountain. It flows to the lowest valley. The blood gives me strength from day to day. Even in a pandemic, when I ought to be sad, when I ought to be scared, when I ought to have fear, the blood gives me strength from day to day. It will never, never, never lose its power. As we stand here today, somebody here, you need the Lord. You're trying to act like you're going to take him or leave him. Because you're acting like you want to know him. Somebody else is saying, I'll get him when I need him. But I didn't say that. I say you got to know this name. Got to means your life depends on it. Now, now, God too means that you're not all, you're not go another minute without knowing who Jesus is. You might not make it to your next destination. You, you could drop dead right now. And you, you need to know who Jesus is. You got to know who Jesus is. And I just love to call the name of Jesus because there's so much power in his name. If you're sick, there's healing power in the name of Jesus. If you are not saved, 
That's salvation in the name of Jesus. You may need some peace, and that's peace in his name. You may need some joy, and that's joy in the name of Jesus. That name of Jesus is ever present help in the time by trouble. Now I just tell you that we need to know that God will make a way out of nowhere. Somebody's here. Don't know who Jesus is. Get to know him today because God is not going to wait forever. Today, let Jesus in control of your life. Thank you.